our scripture lesson this morning comes from the book of Exodus. And what I would like for you to think about is family road trip. Let us listen for God's word. The whole congregation of the Israelites set out from Elam, and Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai on the 15th day of the second month that they had departed from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you. And each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way, I will test them whether or not they follow my instruction. I have heard the complaining of the Israelites say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, fine, flaky substance as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is this? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord commanded. Gather as much of it as each of you needs, an omer to a person according to the number of persons, all providing for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less, but when they measured it with an omer, those who had gathered much had nothing left over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. They all gathered as much as each of them needed. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we gather here on this day of world communion. We know that your world is broken. But you, O God, are the one who takes the broken pieces and makes us one. And so as we gather as your children and we join hands with all of your followers all around the world, let us be the people in the world with the faith and the strength and the hope and the perseverance to help make this broken world one in your name. We ask this for the sake of your kingdom. Be with us now. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Now, 
Most of you know that I go someplace special in the summer. Who can tell me where that is? Minnesota, right. I've been going up there since I was a little kid, more than 40 years. And I remember going up and how exciting it was as a, as a young kid to go up to Minnesota because Minnesota was a special place because the rules were a little different in Minnesota. A little bit like what happens in Minnesota stays in Minnesota because in Minnesota you could drink soda and there was dessert after every meal. And mom and dad weren't so precise about when you came home from playing cards at your cousin's house at night. In fact, you could play cards almost all night long and they wouldn't say a thing. Minnesota was the land of milk and honey, the promised land. And so every year we were so excited to get into that Buick station wagon with the wood panel on the sides, put down the back seat, lay down with the pillows in the back seat, right? And start that drive to Minnesota. But you know, something happened about 15 minutes into the trip when, oh gosh, I would get thirsty. And I'd be like, I'm really thirsty, Mom. And it would be, we just got on the road. You'll have to wait. And 10 minutes later, it would be, I'm hungry. And it would be, we just got on the road. You're going to have to wait. And 10 minutes down the road, it'd be, but I'm really hungry. And didn't you eat before we left? And a little further, but I'm really, really hungry. And if it were me, it would go from really hungry to I'm starving to I'm turning transparent. <laughs> and then, not too much further, somebody would say, I have to go to the bathroom. And then we would stop. <laughs> Find the steak and shake, have the soda, eat, take care of what we needed to take care of. There is a word that God has for us today. And that is our secret word. It's a secret word sermon. Yay! And I'm going to give you letters for our secret word, but today it is going to be harder than usual because I'm not going to give them to you in the right order. I know, right? So you're going to have to write down these letters, right? Everybody got their pencils? This is for the children. <laughs> oh, well, you got to find one, right? Look in another pew. So you're going to write down the letters, and at the end, you're going to see if you can arrange the letters in the right order to find our word, our word for the day. Are you ready? Our first letter is H, and H stands for hungry. The Israelites have only left Egypt a month ago, and they've got 40 years' journey. 
and they've left a month ago. God has freed them from slavery in the most miraculous way possible. Am I right? The, God parts the seas and the children flee through and the water comes and crushes their enemies. And these children of Israel who were slaves and who had to work in the hot sun and had complained to God for many, many years are free. And one month later, on the way to the promised land, we're thirsty. God makes water come out of a rock. No sooner after that, but we're hungry. And not only are we hungry, we're mad at you, Moses and Aaron, because you don't really have our best interests at heart. You brought us out here to kill us. Okay. So, God heard them. And God, who is incredibly patient, showing great forbearance with the utter lack of gratitude, distrust, and miserable complaining, God knows it's going to be a long time, and God says, I will give them food. I will give them a flock of quail at night. And in the morning, they will have bread to eat. And then comes our next letter. That's the letter O. We had an H and we had an O. O. Okay, this is just our second letter. O stands for one. Because God says, I will give you enough bread for how long? One day. And after that one day, at the end of the day, that bread goes bad. It spoils. There's only enough bread for one day. Except on Friday when God gives two, so they don't have to pick it up on Saturday, which is the Sabbath. But they have to trust that God will give them goodness every day. The daily bread for which we pray every time we say the Lord's Prayer. Now, the next letter is E. And E stands for everyone and equally. Because something amazing happens in the story when the people go to gather up the manna. And you may have heard this and wondered what an omer is. An omer is about a gallon. It's a measurement. And so the people go out, and our story says that some people gathered a lot. And some people were only able to gather a little bit. Yet when they measured it, it turned out that they had all gathered the same. And it was as much as they needed so that no one had more than enough and no one had too little. Everyone. This is God's intention. This is God's intention for our world. Everyone has as much as they need. Our next letter is G. And that is for generosity 
God's incredible generosity in the face of complaining in the desert where it is miraculous God is a generous God who gives what each person needs I'm going to come back to that our next letter is you we are gathered today for communion in that is union in that is unity and we celebrate the unity that we have with Christians all over the world but we also have to come to grips with the fact that we are a united world united whether we are warring or whether we are at peace whether some are hungry and some are full we are in this boat together and whatever impacts one part of the world how well we know it impacts all the world we are one world united we celebrate the unity that we have as followers of Jesus Christ and work for the peace of our planet we have a generous god who gives us our next letter what do you think you think it's n it's actually we just had g so this one is n and what does n stand for n is for need need we have a generous god who gives us what we need by all accounts we produce enough calories in our world to feed with adequate nutrition every person on our planet through 2050 when the population is expected to be 9 billion we have it and yet we have needy people god gives us all we need but we have not yet figured out how to share what we have so that everyone gets what they need now before i continue i need to know our word Have you put it in the right letter on the in the right order? You have? Have you put it in the right order? You've answered some questions. How about back there? What's our word? Enough. Did you all get that? Yes, you all got that. All right. Now, I I think about this word enough in a number of ways. When God's children are all complaining, What might God say to them? Enough. Right? Right? Enough. Enough. God gives everyone enough. Enough for one day. And the people have to learn to trust that God will give more the next day and that that will happen again and again. We all know what it's like not to have enough. Sometimes we know what it's like to have more than enough. 
sometimes we take more than what we need. There are a billion people in our world that don't, <coughs> that don't have what they need. And yet this percentage is down because our world has really been working on ending poverty and devastating hunger. God's intention for our world is that everyone have what they need and that those who have more than they need share what they have so no one is in need, so that everyone will have enough. We are the church. We are the followers of the bread of life. We are the children of a generous God, and we are called to be generous with what we have. So today I call us all to be the community of faith that trusts God, that works for justice, that gives to God and to God's church so that the intention, God's intention for our world is a reality. Enough. God gives enough for all and calls us to live so that all have enough. Are we there yet? No. But we're on our way. Let the people say, Amen.